Happy Monday. I am your host, BCP. Welcome. I hope you had a great weekend. Let's get right into the news. By the way, folks, if you enjoy what we do here, please like this video and subscribe. That really helps us out. And put your comments down below. I may put this episode up on Spotify. Not sure yet. If you're on Spotify and you like what you hear, consider becoming a supporter of this program. Folks, let me tell you what the latest is going on. Let's start here domestically. The Capitol Police have issued an emergency declaration, okay? The Capitol Police, the U.S. Capitol Police, are issuing an emergency declaration over People's Convoy's trucker protest. What they did is the House Sergeant at Arms, William Walker, said the emergency declaration on Sunday as it arrived in the area. Quote, the Capitol Police Board has issued an emergency declaration to ensure that the U.S. Capitol Police are able to operate and respond as necessary. I don't know. Does that mean it's open season on protesters, given what happened a year ago last month or two months ago? We're now in March. You know what I'm talking about? The sixth day of January 2021. We've got uh, Lieutenant... Michael Byrd, still out free as a bird. They quickly covered that one up. So what they've done is that they're suggesting that people in D.C. work remotely or take public transit so they're not inconvenienced by the protests, the convoy. And... He said the Committee on House Administration has, quote, determined that extraordinary circumstances exist to, to permit the use of official funds to reimburse short-term lodging expenses in the Washington, D.C. area for certain members and staff. So people won't be going home, and we, the taxpayer, get to fund them staying in very expensive D.C. If you've ever stayed in Washington, D.C., you know that the hotel rates are very, very expensive. We get to fund the people to stay there because the, of the convoy. I'm not saying I'm against the convoy. I'm just giving you the facts here. So that's, uh, that's what is the latest uh, coming out of there. Stock futures yesterday hit a high of $130 a barrel. I believe that uh, closed at uh, about 125 on the uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude Futures. And the Bent Crude, which is the international benchmark, uh, went to $128.60, almost $130 as well. Quote, oil is rising on the prospect for a full embargo of Russian oil products, said John uh, Kildiff of Again Capital, who tracks and analyzes these oil futures. Already high gasoline prices are going to keep going up in a jarring fashion. Prices in some states will be pushing $5 pretty quickly. I've paid several times over $5 a gallon in California. Uh, it's not that high here in Utah. But it's, uh, it, it's, it's crazy. I'm talking about within the last week. Within the last two days, three days. So many places are already looking at I paid $589.99. So $590, almost $6. That is just, uh, you know, I don't know how working class and poor can, can afford that. I, I could not have afforded it. It would have been, it would have been an absolute struggle 
during the times that I've had struggles, and I'm sure many of you within uh, the sound of my voice, that is very tough. And I'm saying that not, not as an elitist, but because I mostly work from home. So I, am, I really am not burdened by that. And, and because both here in Utah and when we're in California, uh, taking care of my aging in-laws, we are very, very close to everything that we need living in suburbia. But for those that have to, that work for a living and have to either commute or work actually driving, it is very, very difficult. Now, before we get into if we are going to have these oil embargoes with Russia, let me give you, oh, by the way, food prices are at an all-time high in February. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the UN, it's up 24% from last year, from one year ago, from February of 2021. I guess you can blame it on Trump, right? That's what they want you to believe. Now, let's go back to these uh, banning Russian oil and gas. Let me, this is Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, a very weak man who projects weakness every time he's on screen and speaks. Nothing like the Secretaries of State that President Trump had, especially Mike uh, Pompeo, who for a little while got his uh, feet dipped in the world of directing the CIA so he could really know what's going on. This is what he said yesterday, that the U.S. is looking on banning Russian oil. Okay, this is now what, 12 or 13 days since this conflict started. But there is a interesting but or caveat or condition of that. Listen here closely. We are looking, uh, again, as we speak, yeah. in coordination with allies and partners, at this prospect so, of banning oil imports. So it's interesting you added the in coordination. We will not do this unilaterally. The United States mm -hmm. is not going to do this unilaterally. A hallmark of everything we've done to date has been this coordination with allies and partners. We are much more effective across the board when we're doing things together uh, in as close a coordination as possible. There are instances where uh, we each do something uh, a little bit different, but it complements uh, the, the whole. So. In the first instance, uh, we want to make sure that we're acting in, in, in coordination. I'm not going to rule out taking action one way or another, okay. uh, irrespective of what they do. But uh, everything we've done, uh, the approach starts with coordinating with allies and partners. A hallmark of everything we've done to date has been this coordination with allies and partners. We are much That's what's called when you're a globalist. You do not think America first. You do not think about what's good for your country. You think about what's good for the international community, for NATO, for UN. Make no mistake. We are looking, he says, in coordination with allies and partners at this prospect of banning Russian oil and gas. It's not something that, uh, uh, that Chris Todson asked him, are, 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 you're not going to do this in a unilateral fashion? He says, no. Everything that we do, we do in coordination. Folks, let me tell you what's going on with the sanctions and the blocking of Visa and MasterCard in Russia. I told you that any sanctions that we have, they're going to do a runabout or they're going to circumvent them. Yes, it'll be inconvenient, but they have a plan B. Putin's not stupid, okay? Some of you think Putin's a hero. 
Some of you think he's a monster. I have not seen our conservative community split in a long time. I can tell you, I almost feel like, and I haven't felt like this in a while, like I was when I was a conservative quasi-libertarian under George W. Bush, where a lot of Republicans, still to this day, unfortunately, drank the Kool-Aid that George W. was a good guy and that invading Afghan was a righteous war. I was out there going, uh, we have a lot of civilians dying, but I guess if it's in the Middle East, they've had so much death and dying for so long, a lot of people were just unfortunately jaded on that. And now that we see that Putin is uh, doing what he's doing in Ukraine, I mean, I'll probably go through it next episode or maybe I'll do it on my other show, BCP Unfiltered. But literally, we've got people saying we need to help Ukraine fight back against Russia, people in the conservative community, very hawkish. And then we've got people going, Putin, BCP, do your homework. uh, Putin's a good guy. He's fighting the globalists. He's fighting the international deep state. I'm going to get into some information on that in a second. I'm actually very dismayed. Someone actually sent me a message. I don't have my phone in front of me because I don't have phone in the studio. It messes up the recordings. But he, he, this person said to me, why are you so emotionally concerned about what's going on in Ukraine? America does this all the time. Putin is a good guy. Wow. First of all, I've been consistent. I do not like authoritarians, whether they're Joe Biden and the Democrats, whether they're left or right, whether they're Putin or anybody. Once again, I I think I will touch that in more depth later. I'll just leave it at that. So we have people, I have a story here. U.S. ammo company has pledged to send 1 million rounds to Ukraine to assist them in the conflict. We as Americans stand firmly in support of Ukraine's sovereignty and independence, and we stand for freedom. That's what the CEO of Ammo Inc. said, and they're going to be sending them ammunition. And then we've got other people saying Putin is the savior because he's fighting the the, the globalist and the European Rothkid families, and he's taking out bioweapons depots and production facilities. Okay, folks. He's an authoritarian, so he's a bad guy. If Trump had tried to force and taken down all of the media that was against MAGA, I would not be a supporter of Trump, even if Trump had smart policies because that would make him authoritarian. We cannot just say, oh, we support someone as authoritarian and crushing of freedom and rights because they're doing what we want because as we always see, the tables turn, the coin flips, and then the other side is authoritarian and then people whine. As they should be. You should be wanting under any authoritarian rule. Why do I mention all that? Because as I said before, Putin is a, is a smart guy. It doesn't mean I like him. I do not like Putin. I do not think Putin is a good guy. Some of you are going to unsubscribe and be pissed off on the comments. I understand that. But I want to show you in this episode, at least let this episode finish so you can see that I am fair and I am consistent. And then you can decide whether you want to continue getting your news uh, from us. Very interesting. People say, oh, I need to be informed on that. So I'm informed and I report on things I know about, except when I disagree with you, now I'm uninformed. Isn't that interesting? 
And for those of you that, that support me, I appreciate it. We don't have to agree on everything. I don't want us to agree on everything. I don't want us to be leftists. I don't want us to be in an echo chamber. But let's deal with facts, not feelings, and let's look at the sources of the information we're getting. Propaganda is coming out of Ukraine, 100%. They are lying about a lot of things going on. And so is Russia. So when you have two liars, who do you believe? The answer generally is somewhere, not even the middle. You get a little bit of truth from each one, and sometimes the truth is neither one of the stories. We'll get into these uh, weapons of mass destruction, biological, in just a moment. But I told you that Putin is a smart guy. They're looking. They knew that this was going to happen. And it, it, they're already working out to replace Visa MasterCard with Union Pay. What's Union Pay? Union Pay is the Chinese system of clearing payments, issuing debit cards and, and, and other electronic means through Union Pay. Russian state-owned Surebank is going to replace Visa MasterCard with a new MIA card system in partnership with China's Union Pay. The news yesterday, according to Bloomberg. Now, we know that we according to Blinken, maybe sanctioning Russian oil. And we'll do that in partnership. Okay. There's other things that were said, but let's get into, let's just get into what I'm probably going to make the headline story for today because it's very important. Do we or do we not finally have evidence? I'm not going to say proof that Ukraine was working on biological testing near the Russian border. Now, many folks are go who say Putin's a good guy because he's going after the biological weapons. Now, supposedly, these were at the Russian border. So why, why an entire, uh, I wouldn't say a blitzkrieg, but why, why an assault on the entire country and not just these facilities? Now, yes, I saw the map that someone published on um, Twitter. I covered this last week, folks, so I'm giving you an update to this. Just because someone put it on Twitter or 4chan or 8chan or whatever doesn't mean it's true. Now, what gets suspicious to me is when Twitter immediately takes it down because we know that they are usually trying to hide the truth. So that does get my attention. But I have not been and I will not present this as if it's fact or proof, but possible evidence. I say possible evidence because this is what is going on. ASB News, an organization that reports on Russia and Russian military actions, published documents that Russia claims show biological testing in Ukraine near the Russian border. Now, why do I say that Russia claims? Well, one of these, um, one of these documents has RIA Novosti stamped on it. And that is a Russian news site. That's a propaganda news site. That is a uh, that is a Russian Pravda news site. You might know it as R. You might see the stamp on it as R A R I A N or R R A. It's a state-owned news agency. It's propaganda. That's why I'm saying this is supposed evidence. But we have to look at where it's coming from. If you believe that Russia does not 
engage in misinformation, disinformation, and propaganda, then we have then then we then we need to have a discussion. They were not at all involved with President Trump in 2016. That is fake news and misinformation. And everything that comes out of the right that they say is Russian propaganda and misinformation is generally exactly that, a lie. It's not coming from Russia. But that doesn't mean that Russia does not engage in propaganda when it comes to things that they really care about and things that have to do with what Putin's doing. So I'm giving you the source or the supposed source of some of these documents so you know where we're coming from. Now, what's also interesting, and let, let me, uh, there's a Google translation of this document. It says, the Ministry of Health of Ukraine, in connection with the imposition of martial law in Ukraine on February 24th, 2022, in accordance with the decree of the President of Ukraine, requests to ensure the emergency destruction of biological pathogens used to ensure quality management system laboratory tests in the attached order. And then they list a whole bunch of places and laboratories in Ukraine. And those places may line up with that map that was on Twitter. Now, ASB News says that Russia is going to address this shortly, that they're going to come out with some information shortly. Breaking. Russia publishes documents which show Ukraine was working on biological weapons near Russian borders, such as anthrax and plague, and that the Pentagon has instructed to destroy them, violating Article 1 UN prohibition of biological weapons. These are U.S.-funded labs, according to ABS News. And then they publish these documents in Russian, and I'm giving you the, the translation of it. So let me repeat again. This is evidence coming out of Russia. If you trust everything coming out of Russia, then this is evidence, strong evidence or proof. If you question everything coming out of Ukraine and Russia, like I do, because I'm a critical thinker and don't trust anyone in that region because they all have something to gain or lose by telling the truth, then you will take it as possible evidence or maybe just propaganda. I'll leave it up to you. Our, our community seems really divided on this. So Russia says they will address this shortly, that there's anthrax and plague and that the Pentagon, through Zelensky, issued an order to destroy these labs so that the world doesn't find out, I guess, is a spin from Russia. Now, let's take a step, a step back. Could it be that these are labs that are doing something else and they don't want the Russians to have those that information or perhaps it's a maybe it's something of both there they were studying biological weapons it is or is it u.s funded and they don't want this to get in the hands of the russians the bottom line folks is we don't know who do you trust i'm telling you this is coming from russian state-owned news so all of a sudden we believe russia russia had nothing to do with trump but doesn't make russia a trustworthy and believable and honest player. Or perhaps, like many things, it's complicated and it's in the middle. Or perhaps this really is true. I don't trust that we haven't and that we aren't funding biological weapons to be developed in other places. <laughs> Hello, what are we going through after two years? We know this to be true. 
By the way, NPR, and a total aside, I was freaking laughing a few days ago. I didn't present it anywhere because it was stupid news. But NPR was literally reporting on, we now have pretty much proof that that virus came from, yes, that wet, la- uh, that wet market in Wuhan because there's a photograph of a piece of kitchen equipment where they found it, two variants of it. So this is proof, they were saying, that the leak theory from the lab is false. Didn't report on it. But I'm just saying, we get, we get Pravda propaganda from everywhere. And it is sometimes very difficult to know what the truth is. I'm presenting it to you for you to decide for yourself. Now, as far as these oil embargoes, Biden is talking with Maduro in Venezuela, an ally of Russia, about getting oil from them. Obviously, he is not, the, uh, the Biden regime is not recognizing Juan uh, Guaido, Guaido, I can't remember his name. Uh, Juan, let me look it up. Well, it's probably in this article. Yes, Juan Guaido. The Venezuelan interim president that President Trump recognized. The regime of the former vice president and commander in thief, Potato Joe, is talking with Venezuela, another authoritarian state to get our oil. And they have no plans and will not open up American oil production. Tell me this isn't all by design. Folks, that's what I have for you. I've got some an update. I'll do it in my next episode from my contact in Russia. And I'll shed further light on you folks on why I'm not a fan of Putin. Let's just say he's an authoritarian crushing his own people. I don't like Joe Biden and the J6 committee and the Christopher Ray, deep state FBI doing it to patriots and Americans and protesters. I'm consistent on this. I don't like it when it happens to my brothers and sisters in Russia either. Putin is no saint. The ends do not justify the means. And I'm, let's just assume that what he's doing is taking out the deep state. You don't crush your people to do that. That's authoritarian and I will be against it every single time. Smash the like button, hit the subscribe button and notification bell. Put your comments down below. You can disagree with me, but please tell me why. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless.